0: hey what is up you guys sam from otaku back again with another otaku podcast number 31 joined as always by jose and josh how you guys doing uh, hola good good how so about you? josh we missed you last week it was just me and jose
1: yeah i know you guys missed me
0: yeah we just we talked nothing about but just what was josh doing why honestly is josh i heard away from in the, the first podcast? 10 seconds
1: you shot down on danny's throat so <laughs> i uh... <laughs> we just we, we're looking out for all of our friends you know yeah we keep them in our hearts and in our minds and in mm-hmm. our uh, trash cans.
0: And then, you know, talking about all of our friends, you were at uh, JJ, who's been on the podcast a couple times. Mm-hmm. He got married, so
1: you were out yep. there. Uh...
0: Congratulations, JJ.
1: Congratulations, yeah, congratulations. Uh, can we insert the uh, clapping? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I
0: still have that download. So it's all just sort of clapping right. and doing weird.
1: <laughs> um. You officiated. So yeah. yeah I, so me and Jay. Uh, got officiated for marrying people out in Utah. Uh, I just spent the 50 bucks and they shipped out the certificate and stuff. It was kind of cool. Okay. Quick
2: pause, but Did all he right. Die?
0: Hello? I just didn't know if that was a standard Josh awkward pause or if he just died right there. You know, so, <clears throat> background information. Josh is using a Blue Yeti, okay? um
2: recommendation sam yay or nay
0: Mm -mm. Mm -mm. Mm. (laughs) i have Uh had nothing but problems with blue yetis dude nothing but problems i that was one of the first mics that we bought way back in the day was the blue yeti we had the silver yeti um well it's the brand is blue yeti it's uh it's like i know know. i'm just fucking (laughs) nemen so um we bought that and it had a, a buzzing noise constantly yeah. yeah so it did. every time we would record, there'd be a slight like electrical interference buzzing. So we switched off of that. And I don't remember the brand that we used to use. I think it was, I wouldn't even be able to tell you, but it was a smaller silver mic. Um, and then we used that for a long time. Oh, yeah. The little silver one. I forgot yeah, about that yeah, one. Yeah, with a little tripod. And that's what we used for the most part of it. And then, um. Hello. Hey, welcome
1: back. Hey, welcome back. Oh, I crashed? Yes. Yeah. Oh, I was telling a whole story. <laughs> <laughs> so
0: let me tell you where you left off, Josh, and you can just retell it, okay? So yeah, I went up there, we got aficionated, and it's been about 50 bucks. Um uh, they okay. send you
2: the they send you the certificate.
1: Send
0: you the certificate and then awkward pause. Okay. Because
1: I'm on the other end seeing you standing still and I'm like, this motherfucker's goading me again. <laughs> <laughs> And so I was sitting there, sending the whole story. And then I was like, Sam, you're stressing me out. You're not moving. And then my discord like reboots and you start talking about a silver microphone. <laughs> That's yep. okay. All right. Hi guys. Welcome to the Otaku podcast. Number 31, <laughs> <laughs> um, but now, so basically, uh, you go to the church of life website and it, depending on what state you're in, you can get officiated. without having of life yeah it's just an online church it's not it's like a um, kind of fake kind of real kind of thing
0: okay so like it's an officially recognized church but it's not actually like you don't go and practice
1: it anywhere yeah okay it's meant for you to get officiated so you go online i was thinking you're gonna have to answer questions pass a test or something it's like no here's my information they're like cool you're an officiant and then if you want the certificate of all this stuff send us $50 we'll send you all this stuff in the mail and they have packages I could have bought like the full pastor's robe and everything I was That's really nice. thinking about it um my webcam is being currently shipped back I would show you otherwise but I have a clergy badge and um it has a fucking card that says I'm an officiant for the state of Utah so it's pretty cool um so yeah me and Jay Come did about-
2: that huh how did that come about, like you officiating JG's wedding?
1: So, um, oh, good point. So basically what happened was um, they were originally going to have a, a wedding at Disney World. They were going to, you know, get married out there. We we're going to have uh, a couple of days to go into the parks and stuff like that. And I was going to be the best man, maid of honor, and flower girl all in one kind of thing. So I was going to be throwing flowers. Josh up just has the... to be
0: center of the attention and not his own. Is... I
1: know, not even his wedding. Absolutely. You know, um, you're right. And, <laughs> uh, you know, when people have a center of attention to laugh and mock at, then everyone else feels at ease. So it's more like the jester. So you're welcome. And thank you anyway. Um, so that had to get canceled because of coronavirus. So we ended up uh, being like, oh, crap. You know, they, they'd spent like a couple of years planning this stuff out like to the T. And they had to cancel everything so i was telling JJ, I was like hey you know i think it's probably going to be you know we're gonna have to cancel this what do you want to do and we talked about maybe having me officiate it and then when they actually had to cancel the wedding it's like okay we're gonna have you see officiate i wish the wedding.
0: jj was here so we could get the background information on how many drugs he was on when he decided he wanted you to officiate the, the <laughs> wedding
1: yeah um some of us said they would go to the wedding so, so infinitely were, a
0: better friend so you think you were the only choice yeah, I'm obviously the only choice. They could have got an actual priest or something to
1: officiate it. Um, that's what his grandma was saying. He was, she was not happy that I was the one. I was like, okay, all right. <laughs> but yeah, sometimes people yeah. just know they don't like you when they see you. Yeah, no, it's very easy. I give it very clear definition. <laughs> um, but yeah, so he asked me, and so did Amber. The who was the uh. Bride. I'm sorry. I forget all the fucking titles. (laughs) I'm I'm an efficient. Don't worry.
0: Yeah, clearly.
1: (laughs) So they said, Hey, we're going to have a smaller wedding out in Utah. Just have like immediate family and we'll do like a radio station thing where we'll have like a little clip on love and people that aren't in the immediate family can hang out in their car. And then I can talk to the microphone and all the vows will be heard and everything like that. So we had like a little game plan. We're going to go out to the salt flats in Bonneville Um and it's like a two-hour drive from where they're at. And uh, so that was pretty much the gist of it. You know, they got married out there. Um, but the full story was, and it's going to be about me for just a second. Um, okay. So we, we missed I, our Josh part. Yeah. I So I had ordered a custom suit. JJ had ordered one as well. And he told me, hey, this is a great company to purchase from. You know, it takes about four weeks to get there. And... I was originally, since I thought the wedding was canceled, I was like, okay, we're done here. I don't need to get a suit. We're good. And then I going to get it anymore. So it's fine. Well, I thought they were going to move the date to next year or something like that, mm-hmm. which they ended up doing for the Disneyland. They're going to move or Disney world. They're going to move it to next year, the same date, um, kind of renew their vows of sorts. But, um, I ordered my suit. The guy's like, you know, this is kind of a crunch time, but we should be able to get that to you in, in time. And so I'm not getting any updates. They reached out to you when you bought the suit and said that. I had well, no when I was ordering the suit because so I ordered it through Indochino.com and uh, thanks lot, to the dude. sponsor. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, I really like them. They handled everything really well uh the guy was only supposed to have like a half hour conversation with me about getting my suit set up and he actually spent two hours he actually had to go pick up his daughter in between he's like hey we'll start this call back up it was all over microsoft Teams, so it was just a why'd you take so long Mm -hmm. because we went over because they literally measure every aspect of you and it took him two
0: hours to measure you
1: we went over every detail about a suit like i i can't stress how Josh, if he does normal people in half an
0: hour, why did it take two hours for you? Because,
1: so with the normal half hour, it was for consultation. Like, hey, I have a couple questions. With this, he realized that I had no idea what I was doing. So instead, he just said, no fuck it, you're the last guy of the day. We're gonna go through this whole thing." It's. I ended up spending six hundred dollars almost on the suit. I got a vest. Suit, fuck. I I got a suit, shirt, and vest, um, all matching and everything. You get to keep it. Yeah, it's mine. Okay. So, um, and it's all custom to my size. Like, everything has been measured. Yeah, your size and... right in the middle of losing weight. Yeah. And he said, you know, you can lose up to 15 pounds or gain up okay, to 15 Josh, pounds. Okay, Josh. All you got to do
2: is alter it later on. You'll be good.
1: Yeah. So, th- and that was another thing. Um, Because of the whole pandemic was going on, their shops are closed. So, normally, I would do all of this in so- inside of their stores. He was like, as soon as we open up, I'll put a good word out for you saying that, hey, this guy did it during a pandemic. Please tailor his suit accordingly. So if I do lose some weight, they'll be able to tailor it down a little bit. Um, but like honestly, for a $600 buy, like it was such a like not stressful situation. Like When I clicked buy, I was like, yeah, this is what I want. And I got what I wanted. It was really nice. Josh, you'll be um, able to
2: get a slim fit tuck soon.
1: I, uh, it was pretty, it wasn't slim fit, um, but I mean, like, yeah, I'm down to an XL now, um, nice. but so yeah, I ordered it, wasn't getting any updates, um, went and checked their website. They apparently canceled the initial order and re-uploaded it and was, and I asked them like, Hey, what's going on? I need to make sure I'm getting this for the wedding in time. They're like, Oh, there were some errors in some of the, like the calculations on the measurements. So we adjusted it. Don't worry. It's on time. And I start getting these DHL updates and they ship through DHL and says, Hey, your package is going to be here in this many days. And, uh, it was supposed to be here on Wednesday, which I was leaving for the wedding on Wednesday. Um, and then it said it was in Huntington beach on Monday and then by Monday, 5 PM or something, no, no, it said it was going to be there on Tuesday, which was the day before I leave. Sorry. And then on Monday at 5 PM, it said it had arrived via USPS and I knew I had to sign for this thing I was like oh this is wild this is scary I didn't sign for anything and I was everyone was at home so I'm going to check there's nothing out there and I'm starting to panic so I kind of give it a day just to see if there was anything so the next day I start making phone calls to USPS I start making phone calls to DHL trying to figure out they're in a pandemic state so they're pretty much just like um, sorry, customer service is fucked. Just expect a couple extra days. And I was stressing out. So I start grabbing my old suit, which does not fit me anymore. And I'm, like, getting that already. I was about to steam clean it and just try and, like, have something for the wedding. And all of a sudden, my sister's car alarm starts going off. Or what sounds like an alarm in our area starts going off. I drop the clothes. Normally, I don't go out and check people's car alarms going off. But my sister's car has been broken into... About two times in the last year. So I go out there. Are we talking about the blue one or the other one? No, so she sold the Falcon. Okay. So she's just driving the Denali now, which is my grandpa's uh, car before he passed. And he, uh, in the will, had it go to her. So it's a big old suburban-like car. I'm hearing the car alarm go off. I go outside. It's her car. Like, it's full on going off. I was like, holy shit. So I start walking out. And there's nobody like in an immediate vicinity. And I literally walked out within 20 seconds. It wasn't like I waited or anything. Went out there. And I see this dude with like no shirt on. He's carrying a shirt in his hand. He's just wearing pants. And he's at the other end of my cul-de-sac. And I'm just sitting there so dumbfounded by the fact that like, there's like no way this guy could have done it. There's just, he's the most likely, but I just can't sit here and be like, hey, did you just try to break into my sister's car? Like I just didn't know how to handle that situation. So my dad comes out. He's like, "Hey, did that guy try to steal?" I was like, I, "I don't know." So I try to get into my car to follow this guy. My battery's dead, so I start walking after him. The dude's gone, just full disappeared. And now I'm starting to stress. Oh my god, my $600 suit has been stolen by this guy, and he Ooh, tried to you break have seen into my suit. he him walking shop. away
0: with it if he had it?
1: No. So it, this is the day after. So this is Tuesday oh, when. Okay. Uh, so yeah. So Monday was when I was I supposed to have gotten the suit. Tuesday was the day that the car alarm. And this is at 1030 in the morning. Broad fucking daylight. There was a gardener um, with his, I think it was his daughter, was driving the car. um, Was in the car at our next door neighbor's house. Like, there were people out and he just like, apparently tried to break into my sister's car. So our next door neighbor who had the lawn uh, mowing company there, they have uh, cameras. So we went over there like, hey, sorry to bother you, but like, can we check your cameras to see if you see anything? And they were super cool about it. They, you know, like they got really gung ho, like they have cameras for a reason. They, they wanted to see this shit. So we're watching it. And you just see the dude that I had seen earlier, just dip out of our driveway real quick. And mind you, the reason he's dipping out, the alarm went off. He goes past my dad's car, checks the door handle, looks inside, continues to my car which is in front of my dad's car checks the door handle and looks inside and then continues to walk straight and then by the time he's out of the video that's when i show up and i see him so it was literally within like 20 seconds but this dude was nonchalant didn't give any fucks so i was like oh my god this guy totally stole my fucking suit like this is awful like i'm fucking stressing out i'm trying to reach out to indochino at this time we call the cops and the cops said they're on their way. So and then we, you know, the the neighbor was like, "Hey, we'll post it to our Facebook group and we'll try and figure this shit out." And so I'm talking to Indochina trying to get my fucking suit. They're like, "Uh, okay, we'll give me the tracking number." I give them the tracking number. They're like, "Okay, well, you know, just a heads up, we only ship through DHL, so because it went to USPS, that's a third party we may not be able to help you." And I'm now starting to stress out again cuz that's basically like, "Hey, deniability." And, uh, they're like, it's really strange. DHL should ship to you. And I was like, I I don't know what to tell you. It says I got this. So I send her the USPS tracking number and she's like, I'm really sorry, but this isn't the right package. This isn't your suit turns out on Monday and I didn't link them together. I had ordered a t-shirt from someplace in the UK and it showed up and I didn't put two and two together and they both shipped through DHL. But on DHL's, like, alerts, they didn't tell me what the item was. They just said your item is on the way. So I was like, oh, cool. So I got my shirt. I know I have that. But where's the suit? And she's like, unfortunately, it won't be showing up until tomorrow. I was like, I had to leave for my flight in LAX at 9 a.m. to get there for my 11 o'clock flight. And it wasn't going to show up until, like, mid-afternoon or something like that. And now I'm stressed. I was like, do I have to like cancel the flight? Is my sister going to have to like meet me halfway? Like we're going to drive out there kind of thing. This is like a wedding we're dealing with. There's A lot of stressful stuff. She's like, let me get back to you in a couple hours. We'll try and figure out how to get this there. I was like, I'll drive out to whatever shipping location. Cause I know they take them in like a big semi truck and then they go to a warehouse, they put them into the smaller cars and then those smaller cars drive out. Sam, if you just want to start drinking coffee at any point, just let me know. I'm. Gonna, um, I
0: just. I. I'm just listening. Okay. I'm being very attentive for you, Josh. Okay. I know how you don't okay. like when I do other things, so.
1: I just saw the eyes blinking multiple times in a row. I was worried you were gonna yeah, have. Because an because my out. eyes,
0: my eyes still feel like fucked up from all like the water, the and shit the last night.
1: Mm. That's so. fair. So. So I'm like trying to give all the options, and meanwhile, if you don't remember earlier, we called the cops. We're now at two hours past the cop time. Cop call time. No one, nothing. We're just me and Jess are just sitting out in the back of her car, just waiting for the cops. We're going to tell them like, Hey, our neighbors got video, you know, this is the third time this year. Um, you know, and and then I was going to bring up the suit situation. And, uh, so I'm finding out, Oh, Hey, now the suit's not stolen. They get back to me, Indochina does. And they finally say, Hey, you know what? why don't you give us the address of the hotel that you're going to be staying at? We can have it shipped to the hotel and you know, you can have it steamed there at the hotel and everything. You won't have to worry about the wrinkles cause it'll come in a uh, box. I was like, Oh my God, that's perfect. Thank you. Cause then I wouldn't have to pack it. I was already like full on my fucking bags. It was great. So I, I sent him the address and I was like, Hey, can you make sure it gets there by Wednesday? I'll be there Wednesday morning. Can you try and get there someday Wednesday? And she said, Unfortunately, you know, with customs, it may not come until Friday morning, which was the day of the wedding, and it, the wedding was until six thirty. But you would want to have your suit so earlier. Where is the
0: shipping from that it didn't even make it through through customs?
1: So it was in Huntington, or it was in uh, Southern California. That is was the issue. at one of the holding so it centers.
0: Pass customs from to go from California to Utah.
1: I so yeah, it was either it was in between like Nevada and California. Or it was already in California, but because I had to go back, I had to go through customs again or something like that. Okay. But it did at one point. I think they do manufacture it. I thought customs was
0: like a fucking statewide. I thought it was was a a country-to-country thing. Yeah.
1: Yeah. That's what I thought,
2: too, but she said customs. Because when we do customs stuff for uh, shipping out of uh, the U.S., it's like a whole page of stuff that we have to write down.
0: Yeah, the only time I worry about customs is if I order stuff from
1: Japan. So. Yeah. And, you know, to be fair, I think it is manufactured in China. Okay. So I didn't know. But they, it, you know, at this point, it was like a three week uh, or two and a half weeks. And the, they guarantee 14 days or something like that for the delivery. So they're like, yeah, it'll probably be there Thursday. You know, everything should be going fine. I'm talking to the distributor from DHL. It'll be great. But it may show up Friday morning at worst case scenario. Dude, real quick, real quick. Go for it. I ordered something
0: from DHL. Um off of Amiami, a Japanese website, so it ships from Japan. Mm-hmm. I ordered it on Wednesday and I got it Saturday from, from
1: Japan. I thought we were gonna turn a DHL shitting thread because I hate them.
0: No, I <laughs> I never use DHL. That's my literally I think first time ever in my life I've gotten anything yeah. DHL because a lot of the uh, normal shipping methods they aren't going right now. Like they're not shipping from yeah. Japan to the US because of the coronavirus. Mm-hmm. Um but DHL still is, so I picked
1: DHL it was so fucking fast it blew my mind so, it's a that is wild but they're more like commercial grade from what i remember like they're intent for like shipping large portions of shit so it's kind of wild that you got i have to just assume
0: life. that it's like to my knowledge how a lot of the overseas shipping works like from japan is they fill up a plane and then mm-hmm. eventually once it gets full enough then they send that plane over so that's why sometimes it varies yeah. how long you get it so I have to assume I was like the last package on the fucking plane or some shit, and they're like, "Yeah, just chuck like, in." Like toss it, it on there. It, it was the bleach yeah. pens, the little bleach trading. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah, yeah. So they're tiny. So they probably just fucking chuck that shit on, just send it over, and I got it so fast, it was insane.
2: They uh, did yours come in a little bag or in the um, box?
0: Um, it was I think like a bo- a little box, and then it was wrapped in oh.
1: like plastic. Wrap. So it probably if they so they did the thing where they shipped it. DHL did and then USPS was the one that finalized it yeah yeah but to your point on that the same thing with my t-shirt I ordered that from the UK um there's some coffee uh youtuber that I really like he's like oh here's a custom t-shirt you know we're only gonna have a limited print I was like you know what I don't do enough of this shit I'll get it ordered it and with it was a Wednesday I think the previous week and I got it on a Monday or something like that it was really quick yeah crazy but with the suit it wasn't and so are like, yeah, we'll have it delivered to your your hotel room. I called the hotel and I was like, hey, do you take deliveries? Will you sign for it? It has to be signed for. And they're like, yeah, yeah, it'll be totally fine. Just make sure it's attended to you and then we'll be good. I was like, nope. let her know everything. Not stressed anymore. Um, so I'm packing up. Uh, I already told, I, I hadn't said this in the podcast. I was a little stressed out because I had booked through Long Beach. It's my favorite airport out here. And because flights are getting canceled left and right, there's not enough people going on them, which is justifiably so, um, they moved me to LAX. But the times were exactly the same for the flight. So I had no idea that they had changed the location. I just saw that the I arrived two minutes earlier or something. So I almost went to Long Beach and would have gotten totally fucked on that. But so me, Matt and Sam, uh, Matt drove me up there, dropped me off at LAX, super, easy got through all the lines in literally like 10 minutes and i showed up two hours early because i was stressed that i was gonna like get kicked off the flight i knew the pandemic's kind of dying down out here i was worried that we were gonna fucking like there's gonna be lines out the ass uh no traffic there nothing get on the flight and you know before i get on the flight it was super weird to me so like we're in california pretty progressive we we're in la of all places too which it has like a lockdown until like august um there was a dude that just sat down and this is like normal annoying he just sat down had like his headphones around his neck was talking to his girlfriend on speakerphone just directly across from me and was just having full-blown loud-ass conversation and i'm just sitting there like okay this if this is the most annoying thing i'll get through this what were iPad. they talking about um so i had earphones in oh i would have been hella cool. listening but he just, would be eavesdropping uh, Well, there was some stuff where it was like uh, I didn't I know they did bring up some of COVID uh, a little bit. And, you know, they had um, TVs in LAX displaying COVID stuff and talking about it. And I just kind of wanted out. I just didn't want to deal with it. I had like another hour before my flight was even ready to board. And then how long was it? How full? So I'll get to that. Just give me one sec. Okay. but don't you worry, I'll get to there um right after that though this dude walked up looking like he was like the sponsored child of rei like he had the Uh, full big ass mountaineering backpack like just covered in like uh travel equipment sits right the fuck next to me has no mask on and i was just like really bro like and so they're like keep social distancing and all this stuff in lax but they didn't like barricade the seats or anything which because if you brought your family you could be in that group yeah no like for the most part everyone had like yeah we'll keep the distance. But this guy just didn't. I was like what the fuck? Like there was gaps all around. So I started putting my bags around me so that people wouldn't at least sit next to me. Then we started boarding and I was stressed out. I was worried like okay they're going to like fucking sardine can us in this shit. Like I hate like I'm already a bigger dude even if I've lost the weight, like I'm a bigger dude. It's not comfortable to be on these flights. Seconded. Um they yeah no leg room seriously and so i get on the flight and i was like 29 a or something i get so in this uh plane it was the two rows of three or two columns of three so six seats per and there was just the middle gap in the down the middle it wasn't like the three columns or anything like that the bigger planes uh you get the whole three seats to yourself you could pick oh, window nice seat, middle, that's nice. Dope. I like that or, uh, <laughs> middle and I was like oh this is dope and so you know you would have two people per row and I think that equated to there was like 35 total uh rows on the plane so about 70 people and then you include the, the flight attendants it's like 75 total with the pilot and everything that's sweet it was awesome and I was like, outside of the whole like pandemic thing, that was the way to go. That was beautiful. I've only had one other flight like that, and it was because I had to wait seven hours to get on it. So everyone else canceled. So flight out there. Flight's only about, I want to say an hour and a half. It's really not all that bad. But compared to driving out there, my car is not doing all that well. Um, it's a 11 to 13 hour drive to get out to Utah. So it's pretty miserable, yeah. And it, you know, there's not a whole lot going on out there, yeah. So, and I remember oh. from your guys' podcast uh, last week, Sam can't hang with two hours or more. It's pretty miserable. So doing Utah by yourself is just not fun. So, what
2: do you do to stay like awake when you do that kind of drive? Because, uh, so I, I, I've done like an overnight drive to Napa Valley, and that's six hours, and that's just I, brutal because it's just darkness.
1: I've done so technically you're only supposed to do 14 hours total in your day as a driver like if you're doing a box truck Um, I've done that quite often because I used to work at a warehouse job and we used to do cross state stuff Um, but I guess so I'm normally by myself so I'll just have my music going I'll have I'm like a snacks guy so I would bring like cheese puffs blue Gatorade loco moco uh monster coffees and good shit just kind of veg the fuck out um you kind of like you're one of my friends posted it a while ago but your brain kind of stops functioning on one half and you basically just pilot yeah it's autopilot okay you know what you're supposed to do like the legal moves and stuff like you've driven enough to know you've got like some level of uh instinct on it you just play leapfrog i get you on the highway so, oh, big trailer coming this way. Move over to the side. Yep, Exactly. You know, and so you just go like that. And, you know, you have cruise control. So you're not having to foot hold your foot down the whole time. But Utah is one of the few drives where I don't like. Like, I don't think I could do it uh, too often. Like, I drove to Portland, which meant I had to drive up to Redding, California, which is like an 11-hour drive, I think, from where we are. Did that totally fine. And then got up the next day did another like uh eight or nine hour drive up to portland from there probably not even that long but anyway uh totally fine with me it was the drive from portland to utah which means you have to go through idaho which is just bare fuck nothing um for miles in all directions except for the first town which is like cops everywhere it was just stressful super boring so i opted for a plane i also was like look When I drive out there or when I, you know, when I drive out there, I lose literally a whole day in turnaround time. Like it's almost 12 hours to get up there and almost 12 hours to get back. That's 24 hours of turn. So you lose all that to hang out versus four hours, maybe five um, with the whole flight thing. So it's not that bad. So we're flying out there. Great. Everything's good. Flight takes off on time. Everything's amazing. Uh, JJ and Amber pick me up you know, get to my hotel. It's nice. It's a studio. Awesome. Went up to the front desk. I was like, hey, just want to give you a heads up. I'm the guy that said I have a package coming in. He's like, oh, yeah, we have it noted on your file. Uh, We'll call your room. And I was like, I may not be in my room. Call my cell phone. They're like, cool. So we go over to JJ and Amber's apartment. Uh, That's kind of like the meeting grounds. People are going to be showing up there throughout the day to kind of like congregate. This is the first day. It's Wednesday. And... Um, so we had talked about it in a previous podcast when JJ was here, I used to date JJ's older sister, um, me and James were friends first. And then I, uh, you know, was a total asshole and dated his older sister. Um, so his older sister was going to be showing up Thursday from a flight cause she lives out in Texas now, but his dad and younger sister were going to be driving out there and they were going to be showing up the night that night on Wednesday night. So right as we were hearing that they're like coming up close, my mom calls me. And I was like, Oh, this is weird. You know, I'd already let my, my parents know like, Hey, I landed, we're all good. So I go and answer the phone and my mom's like, guess what just showed up in the mail? And I was like, no, 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 no. And she's like, yeah, it's your suit. And so the suit showed up to Huntington beach, um, in California. And this was like five or six PM right now, and I was like, no, 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 no. I was like, okay, let me talk to the guy, the driver. My dad's like, yeah, no, no. Like th- he's saying, you know, like he didn't get any of the orders. And I talked about, I was like, look, I talked with Indochina, the people that made the suit. They talk with your distributor. They said that they were going to just ship it straight out to the Utah Marriott that I was staying at. Why did it show up? He's like oh, I didn't get any paperwork, you know, my and I am going to call my supervisor. So you're talking it's to me.
0: So wait, wait, wait. Your mom called you then she handed the phone to the delivery to my driver.
1: That to was to my a... dad who starts talking to me and then we talk like speaker phone. I'm sorry. That that was his, So the, yeah. your
0: mom called you the whole time and the delivery driver was just hanging out at the front door. Yeah. Okay. Pretty really
1: nice of him. Usually yeah. they just dip. Yeah, so he's holding on to the suit. He went to go call his supervisor and walk back to the car to get his phone or something. And my mom was like, Don't let him have that suit. So cause um so he calls the supervisor, supervisor says he doesn't know anything. There was a it's not his fault kind of thing. Okay. But what they could do and this is why I think DHL is such bullshit. They're like, We could overnight this to you, but it won't show up for two to three days. Huh? And I was what like, I didn't mean exactly so they were gonna fly it out there get it out to utah that night but they wouldn't be able to get it to me for two to three days and i was like two days is friday morning three days is saturday and the wedding's already happened and i was like so i think we've all worked in customer service i don't want to yell at this guy because he's just doing his fucking job he got his path he's just dropping this off he's having to deal with the customer I was livid just about to snap. And I'm like, dude, I know this isn't your problem, but this is some serious fucking bullshit. Like I have gone through hell for this fucking suit. I just needed to show up. And Amber, and mind you, Amber is getting married on Friday. James is getting married with her on Friday. They're stressed the fuck out. It's a wedding. Amber has to calm my ass down and be like, don't worry. I think James's mom hasn't left California yet. Let me call her. She may be able to drive it up here. And I'm just sitting there, I'm like, Oh my god, like dad just hold on to the suit. You know, worst case scenario, me and my younger sister might have to meet up in like a halfway point or something in the middle of the fucking night. She's got work the whole week. It was just all ass. So we call uh James's mom and lo and behold, she hasn't left yet. And she was super sweet. She's just like, Yeah, no, we'll totally go by. We know That's where you nice. live. That's nice. So hit she and her her new husband basically they had um, both work that day so they were tired they were intending to leave that night and then just drive out there flat out there and get up it Thursday morning and um, she got home and was like no I'm tired So that worked out because they would have left way before the suit arrived at my house. So it all worked out and I'm just sitting here like I'm gonna wear this suit now. And there's going to be a fucking meteorite that just shows up in the middle of the wedding. Yeah, to did you talk to froth. people at
0: Indochino after that?
1: Yeah, so I'll get to that. Okay, so cool. The mom grabs the the suit. You know, my dad's stressing me out because he's making jokes this whole time. He's like, oh, you know, the suit's all tattered, man. Like, the box is all <laughs> fucked up. I and, dad. <laughs> and I was like, dad, I'm not in the mood. Like, I cannot hang with this right now. And he, he just kept going with it. At no point did he feel like stopping. And, uh... But we got the confirmation. Paul is on our way with the the suit. We're good. So um, the next morning, and so basically one other thing is uh, Jimmy and Jen, which is JJ's dad had and sister, they had brought up a bunch of JJ's old stuff from California. And Jamie, my my ex and JJ's older sister, had booked the hotel for the three of them on thursday and they showed up wednesday so they had no hotel to stay because she was going to be showing up thursday so she booked the hotel for the day she was arriving and so they were going to be staying on the floor at uh jj and amber's apartment and they had just brought like 14 boxes full of shit they don't have a whole lot of room for storage there so you could just feel like the like dying hope in them as Josh, like at what point are you
0: calling indochino so we could know the I, we'll the get to that because it's
1: already too late it's like 7 p.m 8 p.m at this point i'm not calling indochino tonight you should have i i agree i should have had words so handle that and i was like you know what you guys can stay at my house or my apartment or my hotel <laughs> so they stay at my hotel we go all chilling. And I wake up in the morning and I'm just, like, still mad. So I respond to the email chain from the new customer service thing that I had because I had one from a previous thing. The senator's like, hey, I just want to say thank you for all the work that you put in to get all this stuff done. It really meant a lot to me. I uh, do is this want Indochino? Yeah, this is to Indochino. No,
0: fuck no. I would say yeah. fuck you guys.
1: No. You so fucked me at I every like, turn. So Indochino didn't do anything wrong. Yeah, it was they DHL. did. What did they do wrong because why the wait why, why why is it showing up at your house so i told her i was like so okay if it was indochino this is guilty on her then but she said i talked with dhl's distributor they should have handled it it'll be delivering to utah i've done everything i can pretty okay, much.
0: give me proof that she called dhl
1: because Pro- true
2: that is i don't bullshit. Know. <laughs>
1: So I sent an email, I was like, I want to thank you for everything you did because she was sweet. She handled everything, got everything done when she said she was going to. This is why I believe her. And also if all the other customer service that I've had interaction with with Indochino am like actually getting the suit, phenomenal. Like one of the best experiences I've had. So I was like, I'll, you know, I'll give them graces on this. I said, I will never purchase a suit from you again if DHL is the one shipping. They handle this like ass. I was supposed to have this suit in two weeks I gre- i understand it's the pandemic this is three weeks i wasn't going to have the suit on time i had no idea i had a tracking number for a t-shirt and i had no idea that there was the t-shirt now i look like i, I didn't say this but That's I, like, on them I look again like,
0: like, by the way dude i would like these fuckers up
1: so Sam, you're starting right, Josh to you're too nice out. well no i said i was like look i would i would i wanted to buy another suit from you guys I will never be doing it again as long as DHL is the one shipping it. Because I just, I didn't get any shipping information. DHL reached out to me for the t-shirt. It wasn't the coffee guy. It was DHL that was reaching out to me. Hey, here's your stuff. But they didn't put the fucking item in there. They didn't tell me what item was shipping. And I didn't get any of that for, um, Indochino didn't send anything, nor did DHL. I don't know who's to blame on that. Who's Who's supposed to do what? On that uh, it's farm. supposed to be
0: Indogino. Hello.
1: It's supposed to send the like. Yes. Hey.
0: If you buy anything from any website, the website is the one that sends you all the info, you do the tracking and
1: everything. So I didn't get any of that. I'm telling you, I would light them the fuck up over that. That is but garbage. But she didn't. She didn't message me back after that. I'm sure she fucking did it. Oh. She, she already delivered your suit. What more do they need from you? Yeah. No, I. So yeah. If if they're at fault. That is a little bullshit. I will say the suit buying experience was phenomenal. We're not sponsored, obviously, or anything. Sam's going off, but phenomenal suit buying experience. The problem well, I'm was. I'm glad that they were really nice shipping. to you while they were fucking
0: you in the ass, Josh. I'm glad that was yeah. a, a nice experience.
1: They
2: used some lube, okay? That's all that
0: matters yeah. for them.
1: I would be but, so yeah. mad. Well, it was just upsetting that DHL handled it. The way they did, like just the way the driver was like, oh, yeah, my supervisor said it's not our fault. It but, sounds like,
0: like it's both of their faults, to be honestly, honest. Honestly, I would
1: accept that. Um,
0: but I'm more as, mad at DHL. As someone, I would... obviously, I have no idea how DHL works. Zero idea. First time I ever mm-hmm. shipped anything with them was a couple weeks ago. But seeing how UPS works, they can get a message anywhere, like on, exactly. their, on their scanning thing. So yeah. I would like to think if fucking Indochino, whatever the fuck it's called – Put in the effort to be like, "Yo, do not ship that there." They would just be like, "Okay, yo, do not ship that there."
1: Yeah, I don't know. I honestly don't know. I I remember not liking DHL too much before this experience. There was something that previously happened. I can't remember, so I'm not gonna fault them for it. Mm-hmm. But I did I did have a predisposition when I heard DHL is shipping your shit. I was like, not bueno and so, right, yeah, well, no. your
0: experience sounds shit but my experience was a plus so that's... i had two experiences literally oh, i'll be was shipping fine. with
1: dhl again and i'll let you know how it goes you know yeah i literally buy another thing and just wait to get fucked dude it's my a, experience it's was a premium. premium no i told you like the shirt was premium too i even wore that shirt the one that they delivered to the airport and i was like oh this is great i have i got my shirt I got my suits on the way. The wedding's going to be fine. Everything's going to be great. So that w- that was my suit issue. That was literally just one problem in the myriad of things. Um,
0: okay, we're 40 minutes in and you just finished your suit problem. So go ahead. Well,
1: okay. We'll get to the
0: wedding. We'll just spend the last, it's been the last right, 20 anime minutes talk. talking about the most important part. So go ahead,
1: Josh. <laughs> um, okay, but before okay. I forget, Okay. we'll come back to it. Don't worry before i forget on the um, sammy looks
2: so fucking tired of it, it I, i'm seriously
0: it's nothing to do with the story i heard most of that story before tbh he does um mm-hmm. but it's a double i was up till four last night so i was up way too late and then i got woken up to play fortnite so i'm Ripperino. a little tired so,
1: but uh yeah
0: okay. go, go continue on what's the so, most important super part
1: quick not the most important part, but our next door neighbor came over shortly after. Cops still haven't shown up, it's been about four hours. So we're back to Tuesday night. Okay, we just um, rewinded it in time. Time travel. Yeah, I apologize because I, I got ahead of myself. Our neighbor comes over. She had found the dude that was going around. She had posted in this group chat that hey, this just happened to our next door neighbors. Does anyone have anything similar that happened in our area? Any leads? And someone else is like, Yeah this guy just got arrested last week for stealing Amazon packages, um, which kind of added fuel to the fire that I wasn't still sure about. And um, his name is.
0: Okay. Did we just dox him?
1: Hello? Yeah. Yeah.
2: Josh,
1: you can believe no. dude.
2: Dude,
1: Sam's going to have to watch.
0: 40 yeah, seriously. Of... You
1: just fucked me, dude. <laughs> okay. Nice. So She had found his full Facebook found out like, girlfriend uh, had a daughter all this shit and oh man it was so well she was so excited that she had found this it was funnier than shit Um, called the cops they never intended on showing up they had to. they just didn't show up my sister had to call and file a report and all this other shit and they basically said we can't guarantee it based off of the face in the video and you guys have seen the video it's high-def you can't see his face all that well Eh, yeah so uh pretty much nothing's gonna happen. It but like he's already Bigfoot been arrested.
0: Footage. I've seen the footage, it looks like Bigfoot footage. So
1: But it was higher depth than it should have been. Like it was 1080p, it was pretty damn good. Like you you knew what was going on. It wasn't just bars moving. But anyway. Um so there's some stuff we can skip over. Uh so the wedding was on Friday. Like I said, Bonneville Salt Flats. And everyone had been stressing about weather. Um, we we're trying not to because it's always rain on your wedding day. And um, it was like it would go up to 90% chance of rain on Friday to like 45% to 60 down to 30 and then we would go back up. And so we we're just like, fuck it, we're going to go. They had rented a van to put a bunch of rental um, chairs and stuff in there for so if people could sit down. We had tents and all this stuff. We started driving out there. And we have a caravan of cars. Uh, I'm driving Amber's car, uh, which is a little Kia Soul. Me and James are in the car and the their dog, Remy. The hamster Remy. car? Yeah, the hamster car. And Remy, which is their car, their dog, um, was going to be the ring bearer. Um, so we had Remy in the backseat. So it was the three of us. And we're driving out there and there's wind. Like, fucked wind. 40 miles an hour wind and speed limit out there is 80 miles an hour, so we were trying to do 80. We had had to stop to get gas, so I was trying to keep up with the rest of the caravan, but we kind of lost them. And we're already 30 fucking minutes late or something to showing up. We were supposed to be there at 5. I think we were going to be there at 5.30, 5.40, or something like that. So we're trying to get out there. The car is wobbling. Like, I told JJ to turn off the fucking AC, and the car still kept getting colder, because air was leaking into the car from how fucking rough the winds were you drive by like semi trucks and so you'd be like 20 feet away from a semi truck you're about to pass it and then the the whole car would go quiet and then you would start getting closer and you would start leaning towards the truck because you were leaning the opposite way to combat the wind um starting to go and then out of nowhere it was like a wave of air would just hit the fucking car like the car would wobble and you would you know you'd keep going but it was like all the noise came back but like 10 times worse it was so fucking sketch apparently and i always thought jj was being super chill he was stressed out because he finally saw me driving with like two hands on the wheel full death grip which i normally am just like chilling one hand on the bottom of the wheel just like yeah this is easy but full two hands all the way through uh um, he
2: just poker facing it
1: he was doing pretty good you know and it it was stressful like the whole thing was stressful Um, the photographers got out there early and they were basically calling Amber saying, Hey, it's going to be great, but it's kind of fucked out here. Like there, it's really bad. It's really windy. It's really murky. Um, and so they started calling people that were driving out there that were going to be in their cars for the radio session. They're like, Hey, it's probably too dangerous to be out here. You probably shouldn't come out. Don't worry about it. Um, we'll try and reschedule something or whatever. Um, we still went out there. I think by the time we recognized that, we've been about an hour and 15 into the drive, and it's about a two-hour drive. So we get there, and it's all fucked. Like, just mega fucked. Like I said, 40-mile-an-hour winds. It was up to 50 at some points. It wasn't necessarily raining, which was good, but the wind was the sleeper agent that no one caught on to. And so we decided, okay, let's head out to the salt flats where we're going to have it. They had a florist who had built, like, a little U-shape arch that went on the ground that thing was getting beat to shit but it wasn't moving it was like super solid and the photographer was like super high energy despite all the circumstances so she was getting us all pumped up and we decided fuck it we're gonna have the wedding so amber the bride had to go change into her wedding dress in the bathroom stall at the truck stop um Everyone else, like the dudes, me, James, uh, Michael, which is Amber's brother and Amber's father, all had to change into our suits inside the back of the rental sprinter van. And I like, I was laughing because some people were getting caught in like candid moments by the photographer. They're like having wardrobe malfunctions. They're trying to like retighten something. And we were like laughing out the back of the van, like, oh, they got caught. That's funny. Meanwhile, me and Michael, amber's older or amber's brother uh we're changing into our suits and i was like oh we're both gonna do this at the same time he's like dude we're just gonna be in our underwear for a quick second just fucking deal with it full-on windows in the back you could see right out Uh, i was like oh this is stressful this is fucking high school pe all over again i do not want to be getting changed in front of people um so we've gotten our pants on we've gotten our shirts on and we both have vests and we know, realized that um, so there's a strap that goes on the back of the vest to tighten it a little bit. And we both realized, oh, shit, they didn't like loop these through. So we have to tighten them. Fucking photographer comes around, sees us in the van changing, opens up like, hey, is it cool if we take photos of while you guys are like getting ready? It's like, we don't have a choice, do we? So she opens up, starts taking photos. Meanwhile, I have was to go. She, cute? Uh, she, her, she was with her husband. So yes, but no. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So we had already established, okay, Michael, I'll get the back strap for you because there's no way you could do it yourself. I was like, I'll get the back strap for you if you get the back strap for me. Then she comes and starts taking photos and it's literally me behind Michael while he's putting like his tie on. Like, okay, uh, I'm just pulling the strap right through here. And like, I can't do it on camera, but it was very intimate. And I was like, turn around i was like okay now do me and he had to turn around start doing the lace on mine and she's like oh, okay josh mess around with your watch and yeah no you guys are naturals michael i need you to peek your head out the right side of josh so i'm sitting there like get like i this is a good shot everything's fine and then michael is fixing something on the back of mine uh my vest With his head like looking and it was just like we were lovers, is what I was getting from that whole picture shoot. And we had sat there laughing at everyone else that was getting their fucking wardrobe malfunction, and then they fucked us. Um everybody changed. Uh, we were kind of standing around, we weren't sure how we were gonna do it. We knew we weren't gonna have Remy the uh, the ring bearer as, you know, the ring bearer anymore, so she was still in the car. Um we so then we didn't have the rings so jj was like oh shit i forgot the rings so i had to run back in grab the rings um there was a bunch of other shit basically people kept coming up to me saying hey i need you to put this in your pocket i already had uh, flower petals in my pocket to throw as the flower guy um the bride's mom had special embroidered handkerchiefs that she wanted in my pocket so that when they started crying they would pull, I would pull them out and hand them a handkerchief and they would open it up and it'd say like to your special day or something, James to your special day, Amber,
0: Josh, real quick, and then, real
1: quick, real quick. Yeah. 10 minute warning. Go ahead. Okay, cool. We're getting there. So I've got the rings in the other pocket. So I've literally got full pockets. We get up there. JJ realizes, Oh fuck. I forgot the vow books. I was like, do you have them on your phone? We're reading the full fucking script off the phone at this point because the pages are gone. Um, and like, I'm seriously, it's just like total storm. Uh, he's like, yeah, I have him, but I only have mine on my phone. I was like, oh, shit. And so Amber starts walking up and it was I think it was my favorite moment in the whole wedding. Amber walks up. It's the three of us back together again. We've done practices uh, of the speech and everything. And I was like, Amber, do you want to do like the Spark Notes version of this? Do you want me to cut it out? Because we had like a five page script. It was like a 17 minute um thing i didn't have a best man speech kind of fit that in there too and she's like yeah so we just cut like three pages of the five outs we started the wedding it was going really well everyone was huddled it was very mo- much like a hallmark moment kind of thing like everyone was in it together uh it was all shitty but we were like all happy together my fingers so were so shitty whole. no 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 no. it That's was like a shitty said. circumstances shitty circumstances A terrific wedding uh, my fingers were so cold that I could barely feel the rings in my pocket, so I was trying to grab those. Super sketch. Wedding happened. The photographer was so phenomenal, super nice. She's basically like, "Hey, you know, this wasn't what you planned for. We'll come out for, we'll come out tomorrow in the morning. We'll we'll schedule a shoot with you. We'll do the whole wedding over again if you want to." And they're like, "Yeah, no." And the salt flats are beautiful when it's not that weather, but we didn't get that. But I wish JJ was here. <laughs> I think this is pretty accurate.
0: Well, you don't get to have two weddings, so.
1: Okay, so you want to remem? <laughs>
0: <I'm just,
2: I'm
0: laughs> nice. I'm just saying, you get one. Okay, the so, second, one of them
1: is fake. So. It. The first one was the moment. It was perfect. Everything was beautiful. Okay, so all the pictures from the actual one are fake. We'll get there. So they decided, hey, we're gonna have a second wedding. We all we have to drive back. Now it's full fucking rainstorm. It took almost three hours to get home. We had Taco Bell. Everyone got to their hotels or apartments or anything about 11 o'clock. Amber had to get up at 3 or 4 in the morning to redo her makeup at 5.45 in the morning. Then we all drove back out to the fucking Salt Flats at 8 to get there at 10. And... Weather was perfect. It was the first time in a month that we had wind or rain in Utah or something like that. And it yeah. happened on their wedding day.
0: Oh, the first time in a month that we had rain or wind in Utah. You live in
1: Utah now. It was the royal we, Nice. So uh, I want my camera back because I want to give you fucking <laughs> <sat speech laughs> so bad. So, you know, it was more stressful because we had to like set up stuff. We were setting up tents. We actually. Like, the restrooms were closed, so we couldn't um, change in them. We had to, like, actually organize everything. And, you know, instead of my pockets being full, my book was full now because I had a fucking cam recorder in there. Like, the fuck? It just, it was all nuts. But we got to do the full bit. Um, they they were going to have a Disney World wedding, so I got to, you know, do, like, please keep your hands, arms, feet, and uh, and legs inside the vehicle at all times. All your yet. jokes. Mm-hmm it was jokes throughout, and people enjoyed it. And, you know, it was nice. I imagine you
0: were making the kind of jokes that, like, fucking Jimmy Fallon makes on the tram.
1: Ah, yeah. 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 Ver fucking bait (laughs) Um, I don't know, but I can guarantee you I know exactly what you're talking about. It was really cheesy, but it was fun. Everything was handwritten. Like, there was, like, some stuff that was kind of, like, paraphrased, but we didn't keep any of the original, like, we are gathered here today bullshit, you know, cause it wasn't a traditional wedding in any sense.
0: Well, that's kind of like the iconic line though.
1: Yeah, it was, but we didn't if need, if I to was obey. keeping any line, it would be that one. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but the wedding went well. Um, I dropped JJ's ring. Um, so that was super awkward. Well, that was the fake wedding. Ring. So who cares? It was the fake wedding. Uh, sure. um, but, you know, it was nice. We all got fucking sunburnt because out there in the salt flats, salt, super reflective, got mega burnt. Yeah, a bunch um, of white people out there. Yeah, we got fucked. But it was, it was, what was cool was, you know, they got to do the full recording of the the wedding. They had offered to do. Yeah, if you guys rototrops. just stuck with the one real wedding, you would have got sunburnt. Yeah, but we they had gotten drone shots and everything included in their package, and they had to kill all that because of the rain, and then they had to kill it especially because of the wind. So they they basically, everything they paid for, everything, all of the effort they had put in in these last two weeks, they were able to get some like tangible product from it. You know, We got to have full photo shoots with the whole family, whereas last time it was literally like, get a group photo, get bride and groom, get the fuck out. And it was just like, Cause the photographer had been there fucking three hours at that point or something like that. It was just miserable. Yeah. But the first
0: wedding is a story. The second one is a cop out.
1: Yeah. And Sam, when you get married and you put money and effort into it on the way I, okay.
2: Okay. I picture Sam's wedding being a little bit smoother though.
1: It's literally like we're going to T Bell. <laughs> we're going to McDonald's. Oh uh, no, what a lot of two. We'll just go to the fucking
0: courtroom and sign the papers. Like who gives a fuck? So and then party first, at
1: Sam's house. So you bring up a great point, boys. I was getting ready. I think it was Thursday, and I started getting stressed, just like mega stress. And I was like, "Why am I like this?" I realized I'm like, if I ever get married, I will never have a wedding. Because JJ and Amber are meticulous planners, they plan everything to the tea. They've just got a fucking great plan. They 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 know what they want. I do not. And if I had to plan a fucking wedding to the T that they had, I would be stressed the fuck out. And the fact yeah, that's that they why were that's, so, there's, there's this. What is they the, didn't know what, they were having two weddings. What is
0: the career um, where someone plans planner. a wedding for
1: a you? Wedding planner. Yeah. Oh my god. I think I think those might exist. So. I think they may have done that for the Florida wedding, but because everything got canceled, they had to redo everything. 2 to 3 weeks really isn't time to book a wedding planner and get it all done. And it wasn't intended to be a big scale wedding, but it you know, it was cool. It was really nice. And yes, I see where you're coming from. The first moment was beautiful. That was the one. I was happy because they got what they wanted. So, like they you know obviously they're just trying to get married that's the thing but like they went through hell and back for this fucking wedding so the fact that they got a second day to kind of redo it we could relax so a god little just bit Spits
0: in god's face
1: well you know god spit in our face on the first day
0: he gave you the most hallmark moment wedding you could ask
1: for and then you just spit in his face <laughs> nope yeah nice so I, I was super proud of him and we um We hung out for a little bit i stayed a couple more days we hung out with her family had a barbecue it was really nice and we kind of like got two families to merge together for a day or two and it was really nice to see that wow two families Um, merging together for a wedding wow i know it's almost like a hallmark moment and sam i hope to god that you get married one day because i will bring up every one of these (laughs) things I'm uh, gonna yeah. have a fucking bridezilla and Josh, like, would three would you
2: fucking weddings. How hurt would you be if Sam doesn't pick you to be part of his court
1: Oh Court yeah gesture. I don't know man I don't know I feel like Sam would do it out of spite And I would be in the fucking maid of honor group <laughs> I would I would leave you out of spite And then my wife would feel
2: bad And put yes. you in hers Oh no <laughs> and, It so would th- be like that scene
1: where Michael tries to squeeze in yeah. In the office is super fucked, man. I, but I I kind of expect that with this group, you know. <laughs> but So they're going to have another reception in August where they're going to do some more photos. More people can kind of come out. That was planned originally because they thought people weren't going to make it to Florida. So they decided to keep this. They
0: should plan another one for people who aren't going to make it to Utah.
1: So they did. So they're going to have another wedding in Florida next year on the date.
0: They should plan oh. another one for people, who can't make just in them. case. Oh no! One in California too. <laughs> Listen, and... our Disneyland is going to open very soon. So,
1: isn't that wild
0: though? We could just expedite That's crazy. this.
1: Very. Because I remember reading reports like, "Oh, is not planning to open up until January." Guys, saw and... that too. When they first closed, yeah. they were like, "Yeah, we're not opening until next year." And now, what? Me, Sam, Jose, you've already been it back at work, but yeah, to what capacity? I don't know. But Sam's store reopened, correct?
2: Yeah. And Wait, when are
1: you going back to work, Sam? Don't know, but we're open. So Shit. it could be any day, man. And Rip, I was in a meeting the other day. We were all about to leave. It was like 9.30 and the meeting starts at 9. Our boss's boss joins the meeting and was like, hey, just want to let you guys know we're probably going to be coming back June 8th, which is literally two Mondays from now. Yep. That's So up. I was like, wow. And before that, they had no idea. They had no game plan. They're just like, maybe July. And they're like, June 8th, baby. It's like, what? So, yeah, it's, it's pretty wild. The promised
0: days yeah. are coming to an end. Well, congratulations to JJ and Amber. So, Twice. Uh, no, uh, just the once. Because the white. Philip
1: Farrow. There's only the one real wedding that
0: happened. Yeah. And
1: JJ took her last name, and I almost cried the other day. I, was I very saw good that. I wedding. saw that he's
2: JJ. Uh, he's, James he's James Farrow, James Farrow. now. It's super sweet. I Sam, cry. why are you turning red?
1: No comment. Okay, comments. Sam's a fundamentalist. <laughs> <laughs> Back in my day, you get one wedding, and you take... Well, she takes the oh. damn name, you know? That's hey, did, did I tell you guys?
2: Uh, I got to meet Mr. Worldwide. No, you did? So, what? my CEO... podcast. My CEO is best... Well, not best friends, but he's friends with Mr. Worldwide somehow? I don't know, the last expo they had was down in Florida and they invited him and he's a huge fan of the whole expo deal, so he was on a huge webcam call with all of us the other day. Like, I'm sorry, expo, like the markers? Like... Uh, so No, expo, never the rapper. Never mind. That's just my company's name. Oh,
1: okay. Yes,
0: okay, sorry, got it. Uh, but yeah, so we're going to
1: have to pay attention up into this point and block that out. <laughs> yeah. Okay, <laughs> wonderful.
2: Um, but... Mr. Worldwide, super cool dude, and he really does talk. Hey, yo, what up, boys? Uh, how, how's it going now? <laughs> you really like you
0: met him? Like you really like? You
2: we go, were all on the call, so he's oh, like, "Hey," you were over he's at like, "Oh," but he pointed at us out. He's like, "Hey, thank you for doing your shit, boys," and we're like, you you "Shout sure out!"
1: Just a paid actor, <laughs> dude. So if it is, cool. I don't care at this point.
0: You were on a phone call with uh, Mr. Worldwide.
1: Yep, and that's and it. And just for layman's, that's pitbull, correct? Pitbull. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, you, I see on the call.
2: <laughs>
1: Daddy. Jose's <laughs> just revealing that he was paid to call his, his co workers be Mr. Pitbull. Yeah, I was I was hiding in the bathroom the whole time.
0: It's the true story. So all right. Well, let's call it. a uh, wonderful wedding podcast. Shame JJ wasn't here.
1: Um Yeah, I tried. I'm sorry. Not very well, but I tried.
0: So thank you guys for watching. It's been a Taco Podcast number 31. Um, We will be back every Wednesday with another podcast. So please be sure to like and subscribe if you enjoyed the podcast. We'll see you guys next time. Thanks for watching. Have a good one.